Welcome to the Dissertation with Mercy. I am so stoked you found your way here. My name is Mercy. I am now a PhD candidate of Alabama A&M. I will be receiving my degree in applied physics with a concentration in material science. I know that sounds like a lot, but don't worry. We can dive a little deeper one of these days if you all are interested. I'm a black girl from Louisville, Kentucky, and I decided to embark on this podcast journey simply because I feel as though we're not generating enough conversation. We like to discuss things that don't really matter in the grand scheme of things while they are entertaining, like sports. And now we just like to expand the conversation, expand the audience, and expand the speakers. And while I hope you enjoy listening to and learning from this podcast, I do not claim to be an expert on anything that we discuss. So just like church, don't just listen to the pastor, do your own research. What's up, first-gen Jenners, and welcome back to the Dissertation with Mercy. What's been up, guys? It's been a long, productive, adult-filled week. Adult-filled, for lack of better words. (laughs) No, but I recently acquired a financial advisor. Sound all adult-like, right? Yeah, but basically, I just want to be prepared um, for when I graduate, like I don't want to, I don't want to have like that poor man syndrome, you know, where as soon as we touch money, as soon as we win the lottery, we spend all the money. So we're right back to the to the beginning, <laughs> right back to having nothing again after touching all that money, just because we don't plan with it, we don't budget, we're not wise with it, we're just spend, 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 because we're so used to not being able to spend. So I just want to avoid that and make sure that even though retirement is far off I'm still planning for it because although it's not on my mind I will be I will be better off in the end if I you feel me start planning for it now as opposed to being 60 70 years old thinking dang I wish I should have started planning for my retirement when I was 27 well I'm 28 now but you know you get my drift (laughs) so yeah I'm super stoked about that. I'm, you know, the commitment. I don't know if I'm as stoked about the commitment because, you know, now I'm transferring money out of my account monthly to go into this retirement savings fund that I can't touch, which it sounds wild, but, you know, it's not that bad because, in theory, when you're saving, you're supposed to have a savings that you don't touch, anyways. So, It's like that, but then it's also like accruing interest as well or accruing some type of money, investment, profit, whatever. So, yeah, you guys should start looking into that. Um, Financial. Just being financially literate. Just so you know stuff. Know know something about a little bit of something. So, yeah. Also, I want to say rest in peace to Young Dolph. He was shot yesterday. Um... I'm not really like a huge young. I'm not really like a an artist fan per se, mm, except for Rihanna, Janelle Monae. You know my girls. If you that if you know you know, like them, I'm fans for. But like everybody else, it's kind of like you know I like a song by them or I like a few songs by them. But like as far as me being like, oh I like them or having albums or listening to albums, like I haven't. Yeah, it's not me. But yeah, let's go ahead and get into the episode because it's getting late. Um, Jackson, and I'm a little behind schedule. 
So without further ado, so last week we talked about resumes and interviews. So this week we're going to keep going on that journey. So now that you've moved on from creating your resume, you got the interview, you did great at the interview, you secured the job, now what? So the first thing I want to point out is if you're after the money, the money is going to come. Whatever you're after, whatever you're looking for, whatever your goal is, you're going to reach it. You're going to get it. You're going to achieve it. But what you do once you get there is what matters. So like I literally just said, well, one part is how I literally just said that I'm trying to, I have a financial advisor. Like I'm trying to plan for when I do get to where I'm trying to go so that my mind is financially sound so that I know what to do with my money so that I don't squander it away. So that I prepare for myself and for my legacy and for my God kids and for everybody who comes, you know, you feel me behind me and take care of my mom. And, you know, I can just share a little bit of love because we ain't never been able to do that before. So I'm preparing for that now because once I get there, like, if your mind ain't sounding, you you mess up. Like I just said with the poor man syndrome. My dog is really itching tonight. He just got groomed a couple weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago. So I'm not sure why he's so itchy. But y'all know how he gets. He always needs to make an appearance. He always needs to let you all know that he is here and in the background. And Jackson is present and accounted for. So... And continues to scratch. So if you guys hear those scratches, you know, um, ignore it like we normally do. So, yeah. How do you feel on the inside? What's in your mind? Whether it's meditation, financial literacy, whether it's negative things like your mama lying to you when you were six years old. Or you feel me, your sister who you really didn't get along with when y'all were growing up. But now y'all 40 years old and just can't let go of the drama. Like whatever is on your mind, it's going to affect your trajectory of how you move on from that point. Wherever, And then honestly, honestly, I feel like if you don't like, if you don't grow with trauma, if you, or if you don't grow from trauma, if you don't deal with your trauma, then mentally you kind of put yourself at a halt, like emotionally. Maybe I'll say emotionally, you put yourself at a halt. So then whatever age you were at when that trauma occurred, whatever triggers that, trauma or whatever triggers that emotion like it literally causes you to revert back to that age so if you were six when the trauma occurred when something triggers that particular emotion from that trauma then you revert back to being six if that makes sense I mean you guys can agree or disagree but this is my podcast so that's my thoughts so <laughs> I can express that but yeah so with that in mind I guess my question for you all tonight is to, to take it personal or to not take it personal? That is the question. And before we go any further, I don't mean like somebody does something to you and you hold it as a grudge. Like that's not, that's not what I mean. For me, taking it personal is like after we have that conversation, like I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, people don't know, everybody doesn't know it's wrong to slap people with fish. So then once we have that conversation that I don't, prefer to be slapped with a fish um and you slap me with another fish if it's something like that or if it's just like a blatant action where it's like okay maybe you maybe they didn't know it's not wrong to slap people with fish but 
you feel me? It's just certain things that everyone knows is wrong. Like, regardless of where you grew up, how you grew up, killing somebody, nobody grew up thinking that killing was right. You feel me? Like, even though the killers, they know it's wrong, it does something for them and gets them all happy. But at the end of the day, they know it's wrong to kill people. They know that they're going to go to jail if they ever get caught to, for killing people. Like, even if they want fame, they still know it's wrong. So there are just certain things <laughs> that everybody knows and understands is wrong. So if it's just like a blatant action, then okay, like, you know what you did. And I mean, I'm taking it personal in a sense that as it applies to me and taking it personally, I no longer want to deal with you personally in this capacity, whatever arena that's in. So whether we're dating, like, Okay, like at the end of the day, I'm not about to try to change anybody. Because if I'm dating you, you're about 28 or older. And at this point, that's a lot. Like you built up a lot of years in your character. So sometimes it just be, they just be who people are. So you think I'm not about to try to change you. But if you know that this is just like a blatant disrespect or this is just like a blatant action towards me person and my person like me personally then I don't want to date you and I don't have to date you it's okay if I don't want to date you I mean there's plenty of other girls you can go out and date whether it's a friendship like some people just have different definitions of friendships but once you wrong me as soon as I can get out of the friendship <laughs> I'm out of there because I don't cool that's great you may be a good person. You may be a good friend to somebody else. But as far as I'm concerned in the definition of friendship, it don't it doesn't work for me. And again, y'all may disagree. Y'all may agree. And honestly, I'm just like that because I feel as though the man got the itch. <laughs> Pause. Not that kind. Don't be like that, y'all. But anyways, I feel like I work so hard on my spiritual journey. Like we, we, we work so hard on our spiritual journey, first of all. And for me to know very well that if someone doesn't have, somebody has to have more than just good intentions. As I, I feel like I probably have said that before. And if you don't have more than just good intentions, then what are we doing? And I know that that sounds selfish, but honestly, like, when we speak about intentions and good and bad, people are forever not intending to hurt someone, but they do. And your intentions and the actual impact aren't always going to be the same. You may have intended for a positive outcome and it really came out negative. Correlation doesn't always mean causation. And <laughs> that's a mathematical term, but that just means because you see a correlation in the in the trend on the graph. Let's get okay. Let me explain it to y'all. We're gonna we're gonna get into it a little bit. <laughs> so look at a graph, right? So if you're looking at a graph, and you know as the values on the graph increase, so you have one, two, three, four, five on the x-axis, which is the horizontal, and then you have the y-axis, which is the vertical line, and they meet like a L. So if you put up an L. As your hand goes from left to right, the horizontal line, that's the x-axis increasing. As your hand goes down up, that's the y-axis increasing, right? So if you have dots or notes or stars or whatever, however you want to depict your data on the graph, 
and they start at the bottom, but they go up like a diagonal line increasing with the values. You might have to rewind it to catch it again, but I just want to make sure that I give you all this visual because everybody is not a lecture learner. Some people need visuals. Some people need hands-on. So it's like a hands-on visual. I give you a two for one. So you're welcome. But at any rate, <laughs> just because the amount of girls in the class increases with the grades in the, in the class, like if there's four girls, then there's C's, but if there's six girls, then there's more A's. I'm not saying that's a thing, but you know, girls, I mean, we know, no need to explain what's already understood, but that just shows causation does not mean, I mean, correlation does not mean causation because the amount of girls being in this class has no effect on how many A's are in the, in the class, technically, technically, but we all know, we know, the, we know, we know the real deal. We know the Disney for one, one. <laughs> But yeah, so that's what I mean where like it has to be more, it has to be more than good intentions for me. And then on my financial journey, like I, we, we work so hard to have commas in our bank accounts, regardless of whatever our hustle is, everybody likes to see a couple commas. You feel me? Everybody likes to have money. People say money, like, what is it? You can't buy happiness, but Everybody knows that when you have a couple extra dollars to spend, you are a little bit happier. When you can just go in Target or go to whatever restaurant you want and buy whatever you want, you know, that does give you a little bit more of a sense of um, joy <laughs> as opposed to having to get four for fours and you feel me struggle or having to count your dollars. So while I enjoy being able to do whatever I want with my money, because every every time I spend money, you have to look at it as like, okay, that cost this amount of money. That means that was this amount of time that I worked. And is it really worth these 24 minutes? Or is it really worth this hour and a half of work, me buying this? And if it's not, then I probably ain't going to get it. And sometimes I do still get it, even if it ain't worth it, just because I really did want it and I've been thinking about it for a while. <laughs> but honestly, if I'm thinking like that and then I have people spend my money, then why would I not Why would I not take that personally? And when I say somebody's spending my money, I know that sounds crazy. But it's actually more, like, it actually looks more familiar than we would act we would care to admit so why would i not take it personally we discussed that this was a favor and you disrespect the agreement you disrespect the contract you know because contracts can be spoken as well you disrespect that contract like why would i not take it personally and then it's the opposite of taking it personally just letting stuff slide because i feel like people know they they know just like people know some things are just blatantly wrong, like people know and people will try to get away with whatever you allow them to get away with until you set limits and boundaries. Because people are always going to keep on pushing it to see what your limits and what your boundaries are. So be aware. <laughs> be aware because they always going to try just to see if they can. They're not dumb. They know they're lazy and they don't care. And that's fine. But I care about my growth and I care about the external environments that 
may impact my growth. So I got to take it personally. Like, I don't know. I can't see myself not taking it personally. And like I said, it's not like I'm... Like, I, if I don't want to be around certain people's energy that I'm mean to them, like, no, we can still be cool. But, like, as far as having you in my space and, like, us having, like, a one-on-one personal relationship, like, I'm not, I don't see a purpose. I don't see one. And we tried it before. And it didn't work. And you probably have not changed. Like, whatever was in you. Y'all ever, like, experienced that? Or like you're dealing with somebody and then you decide, I don't like this about them. I don't like, I don't want to be with them anymore. I don't want to hang out with them or whatever. And then time passes and you're like, oh, I miss them. And then you guys hang out again, whether it's a friend, <laughs> whether it's a friend or like an ex or whatever. And then y'all hang out again. And then it's just like, huh, dang, I, now I remember, now I remember why. <laughs> I remember why I wasn't kicking it with you no more. So, <laughs> if I don't want, like, I'm steady on the incline. I like, like the graph. I just like the graph we just showed. Like we, because I talked you through it, and you put your hands up and made the L. Like that graph. I'm steady on the incline. I'm like that that diagonal line that starts at that corner at your L, and then it goes out to the to the open part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'll be left to myself. Sorry. But yeah, I'm I'm steady on the incline. And if you're not steady on the incline as well, then mm, I don't sorry about you. Sorry about your luck. And I honestly think that's probably like the difference between being kind and being nice. Because if we're being a hundred percent, which we are, I am, I don't aspire to be nice. Um I feel like nice always has like a nice guys finish last. Nice guys are yes men. Nice guys push get pushed over. But kind people like kind people possess empathy and compassion. And so I understand your situation. Dang, that sucks. But I'm broke too. You feel me? Or emotionally, mentally, I'm empty as well. And I'm not in a mental space. I hope you feel better. Like, we don't, being nice would be caving in. And I say caving in because, like, when we talked about boundaries, I just sneezed one time and now my nose is running like allergies. You gotta love them. So great to be here. I love it here. But being nice would be caving in, like, caving into whatever it is you don't wanna do because you wanna make someone else comfortable or, crossing and slicing up all your boundaries when you work so hard to establish them because you want to be nice because somebody told you growing up be nice like technically my brother my mom and my sister they say it all the time like be nice and I'd be like okay I don't want to be nice I don't, don't want to be nice I want to be kind like I want to understand but at the same time like when I say slicing and dicing your boundaries sometimes people aren't in they're not in a mental space. They're not in the space, period, to help out and extend a lending hand, ear, foot, you feel me, whatever. But sometimes we still do. And then when we do, we feel bad about 
this person who won't shut up, who needed a, a listening ear, and now you're trying to listen, but you're trying to do something else, and now you're kind of irritated because they done had you on the phone for three and a half hours, and you're trying to do something else, and now, baby, you don't want to talk to them until next month because you done had your dose. Like, that to me, that's being nice, but being kind is still being empathetic, like, hey, baby girl, I'm so sorry that you, you feel me, I'm going through this. Let me call you next week when I get some things situated and we can catch up. You feel me? So I'm still I'm still there for you, sister. But right now, I got to be there for myself. <laughs> and I got to make sure myself is good. Then I can help you if I, if I so choose. Now, if you can help, like I said, and you have the mental space, the spiritual and financial capacity to do so, then yeah, I'm not saying don't help where you can but don't don't bail them out either like it could be send them a link for a company that offers a particular service like if they need counseling because everybody nobody wants to go to counseling but everybody wants to a listening ear or that everybody wants to be heard or everybody so whether it's a company that offers a service whether it's a job posting because Every so often, around the first of the month, somebody needs to borrow some money. Like, the first of the month comes as a surprise to them. Like, you might need to send them a job posting. I mean, that's not my business, but this is just a suggestion. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Um, send them this podcast. Every episode is not for you, but it may be for somebody. A quote to uplift them. And like I said, versus spending three hours on the phone listening to your friend complain about her spouse about the same thing for the 12,000th time. Or you feel me sending some money that you know you're not ever going to get back. And then you end up being resentful because you gave and they didn't reciprocate even though we had this contract, even though we had this agreement. People are different. Situations, stuff happens in people's lives. But that's why I feel like you have to take it personally because if you don't take it personally, nobody else is going to. Nobody else is going to care. Nobody's going to nobody's gonna care. And it's not because they don't, they intend not to care. <laughs> Intentions. Like when people borrow money, they intend to pay it back. They do. You have to have more than good intentions. When people call you and stress you out because they got some stuff going through. I didn't intend, well, I didn't intend to mess up your day. I just wanted to let you know what I had going on. Okay, you didn't intend to, but you did. And now I either got to start from ground zero. I got to start from some negative. You feel me now? I got to start my whole day over emotionally and spiritually because I tried to lend a helping hand when I couldn't. And if you really want to channel your inner Dr. Cloud, the man that wrote the book Boundaries from like episode two, you tell them good for you. There's a part in the book where he talks about this. Um, I think this kid loses his job. And he comes and he's asking his parents for money. He's like, you know, I lost my job. I don't have any money. I don't know how I'm going to make it. And his dad was just like, good for you. Now you get to really tap into that creative side and figure it out. I'm so happy for you. Now you have, you have time on your hands. That is so that is so good for you. That is <laughs> that is so great. And then just give him a little pinch on the cheek and just walk off. <laughs> all right, so that's all I got for y'all tonight. I hope that 
I mean, actually, I'm really interested in if the opposite of taking it, taking it personally is letting it slide or what it means to take it personally to y'all. So I'm probably going to ask that on my Instagram. I want Instagrams one of these days. And then, yeah. So I know I said it in my outro, but I just want to say it again. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. It's been a wild ride. It's been it's been really interesting on this podcast journey. Like I don't it's been what I expected, but it's also like I do get a few surprises. Like I got a surprise today talking to someone about my podcast who I didn't even know you feel me listen to it. <laughs> I just yeah, I appreciate that. Um I appreciate you guys sending me messages. Now, I don't know. You guys could be lying to me and fooling my head with feeling my head flies, but I it be making me happy <laughs> when y'all say that you send my my show to someone or there's something that I said that resonated with you and you're just picking up on my nuggets and yum 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 and you just love my content. So yeah, I appreciate that. Keep sharing it, keep letting folks know, keep letting keep I'm gonna try to keep giving the people what they want. You guys let me know. I'm gonna play a game where I'm just like, I'm gonna pick a word. You guys just say a word, and we just gonna. I wish I could freestyle. If I could freestyle, I would do that. You guys will pick a word, and I will rap rap about that one word. I bet Cayenne could do that. If you guys don't know Cayenne, look up Wolf of All Streets. It sounds like Wolf of Wall Streets, but no W. Wolf of All Streets, and yeah. This is not a pay promotion either. But yeah, check it out. So <laughs> yeah, thanks for tuning in tonight, guys. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Talk to y'all next week. All right, my first gen generous. I need two favors from you all. One, if you have not already, go ahead and check out my latest episodes. And two, send this podcast to a friend. Every episode may not be for you, but it may be for somebody you know. I'm going to continue trying really hard to keep this podcast coming consistently. But in the meantime, in between time, y'all follow me on IG so we can keep this conversation going. Hashtag the dissertation with mercy is the official hashtag for the show. And don't forget to send your questions to Dr. Mercy Mercy, M-E-R-C-Y-M-E-R-S-Y at gmail.com. We are finally on Apple Music, Spotify, and Anchor, so subscribe, like, and turn on your post notifications so that you'll know when I upload. Talk to you next week. Namaste.